Today, we break down the potential candidates for the next defensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers. I would make a joke and say, haha, what's Dom Capers doing? But he got hired by the Lions. Packer Nation! Welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Packers, this is your moment. This is your opportunity. Pick up the phone. Call me. I'm waiting. I will be the new defensive coordinator. You may ask Tom. What are your qualifications? And I'll have you know. None. Grassi, And today, we're going to be taking a look at some of the interview candidates that the Green Bay Packers are bringing in to be the new DC and also some of the folks that they've already taken a look at. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new YouTube members. First, we got Kokuja Doku. We have Aaron Walls. We have Campaign 2002 Upgrading. We have Eric Schwett. We have Spencer Bacon and we have Drew Dog 23 A big shout out and thank you to you all. So the Green Bay Packers are scheduled to interview five candidates for the new defensive coordinator position. Now that Mike Pettin has been not extended, let's say. And they have already interviewed three other folks. Now, there's been other people that have been rumored, right, like a Wade Phillips, where it doesn't seem like that's going to be a thing, even though Wade Phillips went on Twitter and thanked Packers Twitter and was like, you're so nice to me. Matt LaFleur is going to pick the best guy for the job, though, which I'm not necessarily upset about because... I kind of want a younger person in there, but that's just me. And you also saw a former coach for the Seattle Seahawks, Chris Richard. He just got picked up by the Saints, and so he's going to be signing a contract with them. He was potentially rumored to be on the Packers list, and unfortunately, that is not going to happen. It would have been interesting to see him there. So what we're going to do is we're just going to kind of go through each of these candidates, kind of give you a brief overview of what's going on with them. I'm going to give you kind of my take on which ones I think that we should wind up, you know, taking a little bit of a closer look at. And it's funny because when I went through each of these candidates, it seems that there are very specific things that the Green Bay Packers are targeting. And it's either someone who's really good with the D-line, the secondary, or the linebacker core. And I think that that's fascinating because if you look at the Packers right now and you try to identify some of the problems they have on defense, obviously their secondary was pretty good this season, right, with Jair Alexander. Obviously you had some problems with guys like Kevin King and Shannon Sullivan in the NFC Championship game. But overall, the secondary was pretty damn good, especially that safety unit with Savage and Amos. You look at the D-line, though, and that's stuff that needs work. You look at the run game, and yep, you know, it improved quite a bit, but that needs to step up as well. And of course, linebacker has been a need since, you know, ever. So with that being said, let's get started with our first one, who honestly has been making the most waves in the media, and that is Wisconsin defensive coordinator Jim Leonard. Now, right off the bat, there might be some folks going, Tom, who? And I would say, it's Wisconsin Badgers defensive coordinator Jim Leonard. Don't you know? And there's some of you that would just be like, Tom, he's from Wisconsin. I want him. And here's the thing about Jim Leonard. I said this when we let Mike Pettin go last week, 
that I would like to bring in an up-and-coming guy. And Jim Leonard kind of represents a big risk, lack of NFL experience as a coach, potentially some interesting reward. So I'm curious just to see how LaFleur would interact with him and what would kind of give him the edge, considering a lot of the guys on this list have a ton of experience as an NFL coach. Now, Jim Leonard, he has played in the NFL, but what he's most recently known for is, of course, taking that Wisconsin Badgers defense and making them pretty damn good. His first four seasons with the Badgers, he is ranked third in scoring defense and 17.2 points per game allowed, fourth in yards allowed, fifth in rush defense, fifth in pass D efficiency, and ranked number two in interceptions in all of college football. That's pretty damn impressive. Now, with any of these college coaches, there is some risk, right? The fact that while he does have NFL experience as a player for 10 years, he doesn't have that coaching experience. And so there's going to be some that are going to be out there that go like, okay, well, don't we want someone who's a bit of a vet or at least has some experience working with professionals? And I get that. And that that's totally valid, right? We talked about this when we were looking for a Packers head coach, you know, when, before LaFleur got hired, and guys like Lincoln Riley, right? In which they bring a lot of intrigue to the table, and you're like, okay, you know, let's see if they can implement that in the pros. I will say that Wisconsin had a pretty good defense before Leonard came in, and he just made them better. And if we're just kind of looking at it and comparing apples to apples here— the Packers have some really damn good key pieces on defense, and I think that they're already a good defense, right? Underachieving, I would say so, and could be better 100%. Would Jim Leonard be the guy to kind of unlock that potential? Now, at the same time with Leonard, there might be a shot that he doesn't even want to be the defensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers because he might be looking for a head coaching position within college football. So while I think Jim Leonard is a very intriguing option and is kind of like a risky option, the jury's still out if he would even take the job. Continuing down with this list, you have Brown's defensive line coach, Chris Giffen. I said Griffin at least seven times before... I got that right. Four years experience as an NFL coach. This past year was his first with the Browns, and he is a pass rush specialist. Now, the Browns had a pretty good pass rush this year. Obviously, they have guys like Miles Garrett who make it a lot better. But the thing that really stood out for me was his time with the San Francisco 49ers, in which he helped develop Nick Bosa back in 2019. Now, a year before they got Bosa in 2018, he helped DeForest Buckner reach a career high sacks and also get a Pro Bowl berth. So Giffen is really intriguing to me because you look at our defensive line and obviously you have guys like Kenny Clark who you're like, yeah, Staples, amazing. But you look at other guys like Dean Lowry or Tyler Lancaster or Montrevious Adams, who either, one, don't produce on the field or have been very lackluster, to say the least. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Packers go and actually target a defensive lineman in the draft to kind of give Kenny Clark some support on either side. Because where the pressure is coming from is either Kenny Clark or it's coming from our outside linebackers. In addition, as I mentioned, that secondary is already pretty damn good. And a good pass rush makes that secondary look even better. So while we are going to probably have to address corner in the draft just because you're going to have an exodus of people and or talent has just not stepped up the way that we hoped it would, I think that Giffen provides a pretty damn good option to kind of rejuvenate that defensive line. Whoever we wind up bringing in, you have a guy like Giffen who can say, hey, I'm going to develop these players and we're just going to be dominant. The secondary can take care of itself. And I got to be completely honest, after seeing Mike Pettin's like three and four man rushes all these years, 
I kind of wouldn't mind someone who specializes in defensive lines. Next on the list, you got Ryan Nielsen, the Saints defensive line and assistant head coach. He spent four seasons as the Saints defensive line coach. He's helped that run defense become one of the best in the NFL. Has had 38 and a half sacks just from the D-line alone in 2019. And listen, the Saints, you can say what you want about them, but that run defense for the most part, unless they were playing like the Eagles, they stepped up in a major way, especially on that defensive line. For Packers fans who like Nielsen, it makes a lot of sense because his bread and butter is run defense, something that we have struggled with for quite some time. And similar to guys like Giffen, he would be able to take that defensive line and probably put a whole bunch of better schemes together to utilize the talent in the correct ways and actually be able to stop the run. And again, we could just allow the secondary to do what they are doing. So I think that Nielsen's obviously a viable option as well. I'm not going to lie. I kind of like Giffen and his resume a little bit more than I like Nielsen's, but still a viable option. Then you got veteran Matt Burke, the Eagles defensive line coach and also run game coordinator. 17 years of NFL coaching experience. He was the Dolphins defensive coordinator from 2017 to 2018, in which during that time, he took their defense from 29th to 16th, their run defense from 30th to 14th. And he's also been a linebacker coach for quite some time. And Burke is definitely more developed and more of a veteran than any of these guys that we've mentioned on the list thus far. The thing that gives me a little bit of pause with him is obviously the Eagles had some injuries, but their defense this season really wasn't that great. Their run D was 23rd. So that gives me a, a, a bit of pause. But if you also look at the big picture with the Eagles defense, they were pretty solid this year, especially at getting after the quarterback and at least providing pressure. So he's a viable option if they wanted to go with a veteran rather than someone who's, you know, pretty damn new or like Jim Leonard is fresh out of college. Then the last guy on their list who they are set to interview is Jerry Gray, the Packers defensive backs coach. Yep, that's right, an internal hire. Now, he joined the Packers just last season, and he has 23 seasons of NFL coaching experience. So Gray is a damn good vet, and let's be honest, right? That secondary was really damn good this year. Gray helped them be a number five pass defense overall this year, obviously working specifically with the defensive backs. He has spent eight years as a defensive coordinator both in Buffalo and in Tennessee. And you look at the work that he's done with guys like Jair Alexander, and that's been phenomenal. Now, you can look and be like, okay, but what about Kevin King and Sullivan and all that stuff? And, you know, that that's totally valid. But the upside with Gray is obviously not just all the experience that he brings, but he already knows the team. And so he's going to potentially be able to take his specialty and just apply it to the rest of the defense as a whole. That also would allow us to potentially go and bring in another guy who could work specifically with our D-backs. Another thing kind of giving him a boost is this is a guy who has been picked by Matt LaFleur. So LaFleur obviously brought him in, liked the job that he was doing, and is now considering for a defensive coordinator position. Don't be surprised if they wind up going this way. There are three people that they have already interviewed, so let's break them down one by one. First, you have Joe Barry. His accolades are he did really great work with Corey Littleton in 2019. He's also served as defensive coordinator for the Lions back in 2007 to 2008, in which he was third in takeaways. He also has 19 years of experience as a coach in the NFL. I gotta be completely honest, I'm not like completely and totally sold on Joe Barry. Barry does bring a unique experience. While some of these guys do have linebacker experience, it seems like this is really his specialty. Now, I will say that while you have guys like Chris Barnes who have stepped up and Kamal Martin who have done well, the Packers really haven't invested a ton of draft capital in linebacker in quite some time. And so I don't wanna say that bringing Barry in would be a waste, but 
Are they gonna start caring now? And maybe he's needed to take those guys who are late round draft picks and or undrafted guys like Chris Barnes and kind of raise them to the next level. Though, if I had to be completely honest, I would say I'd probably want to focus on our D-line a little bit more, but you never know. They could go to wild card and bring in a veteran like Barry. The next guy that they've already interviewed is Chris Harris, who's Washington's DB coach. He has seven years of coaching experience within the NFL. This was his first season as Washington's DB coach. And during that time, he made them the second best passing defense in the league. So they were doing something right. Now, I will also say that, talking about what we just mentioned before, that defensive line was dominant. So yes, a strong defensive line makes that secondary look better, but number two is nothing to shake your head at. He is a former safety and also has had coaching experience with the Chargers in 2016 to 2019, and also was with the Bears in 2013 to 2014. He also helped develop Derwin James into being the player that he is today, and also he helped lead Casey Hayward to his second Pro Bowl. So again, running with this theme of focusing on the D-back, it makes sense, right? Take a strong unit and make them even stronger. And considering the Packers are most likely going to invest some draft capital in that this draft, sure, bring them in and see what happens. Because Chris Harris has a pretty damn good resume. And finally, you have the Rams safety coach, Ijiro Efero. And a lot of Packers have kind of been throwing his name at me on Twitter and are kind of excited to bring him in. And it makes sense, right? You look at him, he's involved with that secondary. The Rams were the number one pass D in 2020. They've had a pretty damn good pass D for the past couple of years. It makes sense that you want to bring him in. He spent four seasons with the Rams. He was actually on the Packers for a stint as the defense quality control coach with Dom Capers. And everyone just shuddered a little bit. It's okay. The bad man can't hurt you anymore. And I get the hype around it because you're thinking, okay, they have an amazing defense, right? So let's take a coach from there and implement that defense here. I will say the Rams have lost many coaches uh, over the past couple of years, right? From getting signed by other teams because they want to replicate that defense's success. However, and I think Andy Herman brought this up on Twitter Evero also has been up for a bunch of promotions within the Rams organization and has never gotten them, so that does give me a tiny bit of pause. In addition, you look at why the Rams are successful and you look at guys like Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald and obviously this year guys like Leonard Floyd, and you do wonder how much of it is that they just have like these elite players in place that allows them to be so successful. So I'm not saying that Evero is a bad pick by any stretch of the imagination, but I also think there needs to be like a healthy dose of realism as to looking at why that defense is so good. And that's kind of like what the difficulty is here when trying to pick a defensive coordinator, right? Someone who is on a team right now, not as a defensive coordinator, but as, you know, a safeties coach or a D-line coach or a linebackers coach, you look at the entire thing and you go, okay, what players did they develop and make better? Which some of these guys definitely have done and there's some great examples of that. But at the same time, how much of it is going, okay, well, their success is just a product of how good that defense already is. And that's the balance, and it's so difficult to try and tell. I think there are some guys on this list that really kind of stand out and go, hey, they took this player and made this player great. You look at a Chris Harris with a guy like Derwin James or with Casey Hayward or Chris Giffen with Nick Bosa or DeForest Buckner. Those are the kinds of examples that I'm talking about. And so from my perspective and how I'm viewing this is I honestly would prefer someone who has defensive line experience that is arguably one of the weakest points on that defense. I think with Jair at corner and whoever we wind up bringing in, it will still be good. And of course, the safeties are great. 
The defensive line, though, will make that secondary look so much better because if they're constantly pressuring the quarterback, it just makes the secondary's job so much easier. So if I had to pick right now, I would like a guy like Chris Giffen and or Chris Harris. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. Which one of these guys do you like the most? Would you take a chance on a guy like Jim Leonard, who's a total wild card, who is not in the NFL and doesn't have any coaching experience? Would you rather a veteran or would you rather one of these guys who have like three or four years of experience but are still up and coming? Let me know what you think down in the comments below. You can always find me at TomGrassyComedy.com or at TomGrassyComedy on all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go! We'll